Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about a defunct jingle? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? I am thoroughly schooled in Wind Waker, thanks to the pre-ramble in the Discord. You bet your ass you are. <laughs> man, what a great game. As soon as I get announced for the Switch, man, I'm just going to stream it for myself. Nintendo's never going to announce it, I swear. I mean, they said the same thing about Metroid Prime. And yeah. I got it right there. So, um, man, okay. I got a wild adventure for you. Okay. So I've been kind of on like a haircut journey. A haircut journey. Over, I'd say the past two years of this podcast. Like, who can do it? Who does it best? Why can't they do what I say? How come this guy shaved my head for no reason? Like, (laughs) all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. Well, so I'm back here. I'm back here in my hometown with Kelsey. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to call my old guy and just see what happens. It's been time. He might not be around anymore. He might have retired from doing that. The COVID could have happened to him. We don't know. Like, I don't know. Right? Could be a ghost in the wind at this point. So I'm like, well, here we go. So I call. And he picks up the phone. And he just goes, Robert? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Robert? And I was like, hey, Bobby. It's you me. You recognized your voice? No. I'm in his caller ID. <laughs> he was okay. Like, he was like, yeah, it popped up Robert Walls. I was like, is he alive? So oh no, like, God. he he talked to me like I was like fucking Marley shaking chains at Ebenezer Scrooge, man. Like, <laughs> like he thought I was not real. Robert, Robert, is that you? And I was like, my boy. He's like, it's me. Can I get a haircut? Yeah, man. What time? Just instantly <laughs> normal. And I was like, all right. So I show up <laughs> and we were chit chatting and stuff because I haven't seen him since 2020, like since COVID started. Yeah, it's a long time. Because I wasn't going anywhere. I was letting Taylor do it. And mm-hmm. then it was like, oh, let's branch out to people closer by to me. So I have to go as far. Let's do this. Let's do that. Then I was in Princeton and then it was like, I'm not going to drive an hour for, you know, an hour for a haircut, then an hour home. That's ridiculous. That's a long drive. So now I'm here. Took me like 10 minutes. So I was like, all right, I'll do that again. Hell yeah. Go over there, get a haircut. It's fresh, man. It's phenomenal. Fresh fade. It was great. It actually was a fade. He he goes, who the fuck's been touching your hair? (laughs) Because it looks awful. (laughs) And I was like, I know. So I told him like the whole journey that I went on and he was all like, you couldn't just say like number three with a fade. And I was like, people don't know what that is. Apparently. Oh my God. Like, I don't know. That's why I come to you. 
And so he <laughs> was like, "You look like vintage Robert again, though. You look, you look like yourself." I know. So I was just like, "Yeah, just do the thing." So we're talking. He had COVID twice. Oh my god. He had the nineteen one, and then the o- Omicron one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Omicron. Percy yep. I eight. Yep, every single time in my head. <laughs> um, yeah, so he lost uh, smell and taste oh, that sucks. during the first one. And I was like, is it back? Like, do things taste like garbage? Because, like, that was the whole thing, remember? Yeah. People were, like, getting it back, and things didn't taste right anymore. And he was like, no, no, it's all fine. Good. Like, cool, good. Like, these are good stories. When he got Omicron, he got double pneumonia at the same time. Oh, my God. That's terrible. And he was like, dude, I thought my time had come. Oh, my! I, I bet. He was like, my breathing was just like. <gasps> <gasps> I was like, my God, this is the scariest haircut of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, but I got a new knee. So like, right. he got a knee replacement and he was like kicking stuff he around. Jumped up and clicked his heels together. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, good old time. Classic haircut. I'll be going back there all, all the time again. So right. it was just neat. I just found it really funny when he thought I was like a ghost. Robert? And I just wanted to you? tell you about that because it was so just like, <gasps> are you real? Oh <laughs> I think God. it's amazing that he has you in your caller ID and that he remembered your name. Like just based on the caller ID. Dude, he was like, oh, Robert, I know that boy. It's a three with a fade. He <laughs> cut my hair for 20 years. <laughs> like... I would hope he remembers me. Man. He cut my brother's hair all the time before then. He knows my mom and dad. Like, yeah. He knows just, like, my whole fucking family. I wish I had, like, a hairdresser like that here with me. Yeah. I just need that in my life. Like, I sit down, and he's like, dude, how's your mom and dad? Where's your brother? How's how's David Lee doing? Like, he knows everybody, dude. And he just, like, remembers names and... But I mean, like, we literally, like, grew up to that guy. That's awesome. He's not even that much older than my brother. I don't really? think so. He might be, like, 10 years older than my brother. Okay. Maybe. I'm picturing, like, an old man, like, 75, just cutting your hair up. <sighs> I was thinking about that, man. I'm going to have, like, a fucking Hank Hill moment where, like, one day <laughs> I'm going to go in where Bobby's just so old. Like, he's going to be, like, 80 years old. And just, like, have a breakdown like that dude did on King of the Hill that no. time. I was like, man, am I going to be coming to Bobby when he's, like, an old man? Like, am I going to be Hank Hill with this shit? Just like, I think you are. What's going to happen when Bobby's not around? Who's going to cut my we'll fucking cross hair? cross that bridge when we come to it. Because do you know how long my hair is sucked without him? Bobby has to have, like, a tutelage, you know? A yeah. little protege that he can have. <laughs> I can't go back to that. For the rest of my life till I die. No. I'm going to have to be like George Clooney. My God. Have you gotten the TikTok about George Clooney? No, I have not. He has this thing called a a Floby. Oh, my God. The Floby. <laughs> you know what that is? George Clooney. Yeah. George Clooney uses a Floby. That's what his haircut is. Like Don't the classic, beautiful me. George. Like, like, I love his haircut. It's gorgeous. It's a Floby. He that's, fucking has been cutting his own hair with the Floby for like 20 years. Jesus, that's a wreck. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I still have it. I hate that. I love that because I'm like, there's hope for me yet. I can have George Clooney ha- hair when I'm older. God. If if such a device were to be around again. 
Sure. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm probably just going to have to go to, like, a buzz thing where I can just buzz it myself. Cause yeah, just shave your head at that point <laughs> in honor of Bobby. Might as well. Which be like, I'll just never have hair again, Bobby. Just tattoo his name behind your ear. Yeah, he'll be like, little, Robert, you must go cross. on with hair. And I'll be like, no, only you touch this hair. <laughs> Ridiculous. But, yeah. So, yeah, I got a haircut. The haircut's not the important part. It's It's, it's the Bobby. It's it's the ghostly recognition. <laughs> like, I tried not to laugh on the phone. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, my God. But, yeah. I thought that was good amazing. Times. It was a good time. Can I crack this beverage? I'm thirsty as fuck. Yes, because I think we need to discuss what we have. Because I have yeah. something special. I do, too. <gasps> you have something special. Okay. I do. Are right, you ready? Yes. Mm, okay. Doesn't spray as much as normal. <gasps> I've been fucking waiting for this. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Got me a squirt. The caffeine-free thirst quencher. All right, man. Let me get a taste of this before I tell you what's going on. All right. All right, the flavors. Yeah, that is not good. What is it? <laughs> it looks like a Dr. Pepper, just judging of the color. Wow, that is real bad. <laughs> what is it? Okay. <clears throat> so, Dr. Pepper is $7 a case right now. Yeah, th- this case of squirt was $6.39, and I cried when I handed the man my card. I know where you got it. Yes. That's what Dr. Pepper costs there. But, like, at Target or Kroger, anywhere else, it's like $7 a box. I. I'm sorry. That's a little out of a respectable number for me. Yeah, I, I hate it. Like, I love the peps, man. But I can survive on water for free. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, Taylor was at Kroger and was like, well, they have Dr. K. Oh, my God. No. Now, I lived on Dr. Thunder's when I was little. Uh-huh. Like, I had Dr. Thunder a lot. Dr. Thunder's pretty good. Like, Dr. Thunder's legit. So this is Big K. This is Dr. K. This is Kroger brand Dr. Pepper. Does it taste like aspartame? No. It just doesn't taste good. It's like two flavors. That's the problem. I think I agree. Because like, I tried to get on like... I tried to find like a ranking list. Like what is the best Dr. Pepper knockoff, right? Yeah. It seems to be unanimously Dr. Thunder. Makes sense. This one name too. wasn't on any lists. And I it took me like 30 minutes to find anybody discussing Dr. K. Oh, my God. And he poured one up. But I hated how he poured it, so I didn't trust his review. Okay. <laughs> how did he pour it? He had, like, the biggest fishbowl glass like this. He okay. cracked it and poured it in from up here. Jesus. <laughs> like that immediately out. kills a soda. Because yeah. you're supposed to be <laughs> carbonated. It's gentle, you know? Oh, he's right, though. There's a huge metallic aftertaste. Oh, weird. That's gross. It's like it's like licking pennies is how this tastes way later. Ew. That should be part of our soda taste test. Ugh. Like, maybe not in a blind test because they're all going to be bad, but we can rank them, you know? <laughs> it's... So Taylor got their root beer, and she said, that's good. Okay. But I guess root beer might be... 
We got their ginger ale too because it was like a deal, like get three cases for eleven dollars. All right. I was like, that's a solid deal. Yeah. And I guess I'll try a ginger ale, but I'm gonna automatically say that Dr. K. That's a flop, dude. All right. That's not. Mm-mm. I'm about to taste this squirt for the first time in years. I used to taste. I used to get a a big cup of squirt every single time I worked at QT. Yeah. This would get me through the day. I want to see the like nostalgia hit your face. Oh my god. It's the, just as just good like as I remember. remember. Good. Ah, this is the perfect soda. Unbelievable. I was gonna go where you got that and get a Dr Pepper and that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I'll do it tomorrow. But that's today when we're recording. And I was like, I don't have time Uh between the end of work and then to go run up there and do that. Yeah. So tomorrow I am. You were right about the eggs, though. They were like 250. I fucking told you, bro. I was like, what the fuck? And then, and then, and then, and then while I was there, I feel like we got to go ahead and say this, man. Let's go say it. Let's go ahead and say it. Okay, so it's Brahms, right? It's Brahms. We shop at a Brahms. Okay. <laughs> series of faces. So I'm telling Belinda, and she was like, "Is all that stuff local?" And I was like, "I feel like it has to be." I don't know. Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. So Brahms is based out of Tuttle, Oklahoma. Tuttle. Where they have a gigantic dairy farm where all the eggs. Milk, butter, and cheese comes from. Okay. Every single Brahms in existence is within a 300-mile radius of that location so that everything can be delivered fresh. Okay. Well, if you're not in a 300-mile radius of Tuttle, Oklahoma, you're missing out. Yeah. So, if you've ever been to Brahms Mm -hmm. and you get their cake cones, like I do, because it's the best cone there is, on the side of the box... There's a picture of an ice cream scoop. Yeah. And one time I was like, I'm just going to ask the guys. And I was like, hey, do you guys sell that scoop? Because like every ice cream scoop I've ever bought sucks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I'm like, if Brahms has an ice cream scoop, it's probably fucking legit. It's got to be. And there's one on the box. So like you guys must have a Brahms ice cream scoop, right? Sure. And he goes... (laughs) Like, he laughed at me. I was like, no, we don't sell those. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So anyway, the first time we went to Brahms when we moved back to the colony, mm-hmm. Taylor, we were buying stuff because, in case you don't know, you can't buy stuff from Brahms, like where you get your ice cream. There's a whole separate, like, market checkout, and they get mad yeah. if you bring market stuff outside of that to buy it. Yeah. Metal. Ugh. Dr. K is aftertaste. It's bad. We're buying our stuff, and Taylor just like chunks something up on the counter, and it was a Brahms ice cream scoop. Oh my god! And I was like, "No shit! Cool. (laughs) Where'd you get that?" She was like, "I don't know. I saw it. We're already checking out. We're gone. Bye." So we leave. So this one's got a metal handle, and it has like a straight up like spade on the top, and that thing cleaves through ice cream, man. Hell yeah. It's phenomenal. It's not the one from the box. Okay. Well, so I was waiting to check out getting some milk there the other day. Mm-hmm. And I saw that re- I, I found where those were, where uh, she got those. I was like, oh, that's where she picked them up from. Right next to that is the one from the fucking box. 
And when I go back for Dr. Pepper squirts, I'm going to get an ice cream scoop as well. <laughs> All right. Slam it down on the counter and be like, bro, you left at me. No, that was a Louisville location uh, that is very dirty. Yeah, see, fuck Louisville. The colony location. I even said this to Taylor last night. I was like, did you notice how fucking clean it is in there? It's, it's very clean. so nice in that one. It's very nice. Yeah. And they have ice cream scoops, so clearly the better one. Honestly. But the price difference between the wooden handle with the spade on it, that thing was like uh-huh. five bucks. Whoa. The one from the box is like $13. Whoa, it better scoop that ice cream. Now, I've heard that most like real ice cream places, they use scoops that like convection the heat from your hand into the top. What? And that's why they scoop so good every time. Oh. So I'm what? wondering if that's what this one does. That's bizarre. I always thought, cause like, they always have, like, a little bit of water, you know, by the ice cream and they dunk it first. Yeah. I figured that was just, like, why it cuts us move. Supposedly, there's, like, there's certain ones that, like, draw the heat from your hand into okay. the actual, like, scoop. And scoop it helps. convection technology. Scoop it. So I'm wondering. So I'm going to go get Dr. Pepper Squirt. Dr. Pepper squirt and an ice cream scoop. Because that's a scoop. normal purchase. Yep. One more thing about that place real quick. I was telling my mom about it. And she was like, it's interesting how your life turns out. And I was like, what? And she was like, your babo only bought his milk, butter and stuff from Brahms. He would go there and shop, hmm. get an ice cream cone, go home. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, I'm all about Brahms now. And she was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's how and it I goes. was like, oh, cool. Now I definitely am going to go here more. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking going there all the time. Yes. I wonder if their eggs are free range. I didn't buy any because it didn't say it on the box. And I was like, I want the chickens to be happy. <laughs> I will tell you after the show because I, bu- I, I still got a carton. All right. Nice. Okay. So I went to a new restaurant the other day. Okay. This place called Wolf Burger. Okay wolf with a u um i i always crave a burger but like i need a veggie burger of course and there's not a lot of places that have them just bubba's just bubba's and their veggie burgers have you had one of their veggie burgers i've still never been there it's like two inches tall don't get one of their veggie burgers it's literally inedible because it's so tall every time i go they're not open okay they're like (laughs) are we open three hours from now for a for like a minute and a half and I'm like, I'm not going to be here for that then. <laughs> their salads are good, but I, I cannot with their burgers. It makes me angry how tall they are. It's okay. unreasonable. I went to Wolf Burger. It's out in Frisco. And okay. the burgers themselves, let me see if I can find a picture of one, because it looks like something Plankton would serve at the Chum Bucket, but like oh in, a, in a good way, kind of. So the buns for these things, their like gimmick is that the buns are dyed red okay and they dye them with like i guess okay so here's the thing they like dye them with like it murdered before (laughs) you got it (laughs) i'm looking at these pictures and they also apparently have a green bun that i have never seen on the menu but maybe that's like certain times of the year i don't know um yeah no so i we went there and they had two two vegan burgers and they both came with the red bun and Richard okay. was like, well, the red bun has like beef extract in it. 
And I was like, that's fine because extract doesn't really bother my stomach as much as like actual meat does. So I'm okay with it. Okay. So I got the vegan burger. He got the regular burger. And we sat down and started eating. And I was like, this burger is like really wet. <laughs> it's like a wet burger. Mm. I'm iffy on those. It was, see, I like a wet burger, but wet in the right way, you know? Yeah. And this one, this one was fucking good. It was nice and wet. And I enjoyed it. And so I'm chewing on it. And I look at the meat and I'm like, this, are, is it an impossible patty? Mm-hmm. Richard's like, I think so, yeah. And I look at the menu and it's like, yeah, it's impossible. I'm like, well, it really is, like, for me, impossible to tell visually whether that is a meat patty or an impossible patty. Okay. And... I continue eating it and I'm like, I don't, th- I think this is meat. <laughs> I think this is actually meat. And I didn't want to bug the guys cause I'm not a person who sends food back, but I was like, Richard, do you have the receipt? And he looks at the receipt and he's like, Oh yeah, they gave you like a fucking burger. Like you're eating meat right now. <laughs> oh, you're like, eating a whole family. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God damn it. But I guess it's good. Um, so yeah, I had a burger for the first time in like, six years i think damn that's a long time yeah it was delicious i don't want to do it again because i was in intestinal distress that night but what was it just beef just beef okay man i'm i mean if they were gonna (laughs) do something fancy for you it could have given you like buffalo or something else i guess i mean it was it was really good it was a delicious burger it left me satisfied but then also sick yeah so I would try it, though. I think Wolf Burger is a good place to go. You should try it. Have you been to Twisted Root? Yeah. Is, like, tw- Twisted Root's, like, one of my tops. It's good. Is yeah, it like, I love Twisted Root. Is it, like, Twisted Root good? I would say yes. Okay. And their fries were the perfect amount of crisp. Dude, I'm looking like, at them fries. <laughs> I'm looking like at those. A good fry. Yeah. Uh, these ones are not long and floppy, though. You stand them up and they, fu- they stand up. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah, but the crinkle cuts, though. I do love a good See, crinkle. I hate crinkle cut fries, and I loved these things. Okay. To me, crinkle cuts are always, like, dusty. I don't know. They never taste right. Dusty? Too crunchy. Dude, you get in the... Uh, that's if they cook them too long. I, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Where, like, you bite it, and you're like, that was just crunch, and there's nothing yeah. left. Like, it turned to dust in my mouth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All we are is dust in the mouth. Yeah, I've had those. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, no, these crinkle fries are very good. Like... Perfectly soft on the inside, crispy and crunchy on the outside. Hot and fresh. Delightful. So, we got burgers at Brahms when okay. we went shopping the other day, and they have crinkle cut fries, and I was like... Yeah, they do. I forgot how fucking good these fries are. I'm only so into that picture of fries, because I had fries just like that, like, last night, and I'm like, yeah. those were good fucking fries. It's good fries. Uh, I would try this place. Uh, price. What are we talking? Is it, like, a higher price place? Well, for the vegan burger, it was supposed to be thirteen dollars. I don't know what we actually paid because because you had real meat. I didn't get the vegan burger. Yeah. <laughs> I assume it's probably like a couple bucks cheaper. Okay, so it's like a standard, just like gourmet burger place. Okay, yeah. Doesn't it suck that it's ten dollars a plate to eat a burger and fries? Yeah. <sighs> if I'm pay that, I need gazebo burger back. Do you remember God. gazebo burger? I remember Casipo Burger. It was so good. That place was dirty and run down, but that burger was right. That's how you know it's good. Yeah. One more thing about the bun. So it is dyed red. Mm-hmm. 
any kind of flavoring with that or it just it's just a red bun? No, just a red bun. It was a soft like house-made bun though, like okay. deliciously fresh bun. I mean, I was, it, it we're going to put this picture up for you guys cuz that's a good-looking burger. <laughs> yeah, it's pillowy soft. It was good. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to try that out. Would you like to know what I've been getting into lately? Sure. And I hope you don't know about one of these things. All right. So, in our last episode, I think it was the last one, I was talking yeah. about how I kind of want to get into creatures. Just like Cryptozoology. Maybe like like mythical creature kind of things, you know? Good mythical creatures, yeah. Yeah, just like creatures. I just want to get into creatures and not the way Ferdin's getting into creatures. That's a different <laughs> creature vibe. <laughs> okay. But I found out about some creatures, dude. Tell me about some creatures. I have to open with this. We talked about the Skinwalker last time. Okay. We're saying the name out right this time. Yeah. So my friend at work, her dad was friends. Skinwalker? No. her, her, Her dad was friends with a bunch of Navajo guys. Okay. And, like, they invited him to hunt on their land with them, which is, like, Ooh. immense. Like, that's huge, right? Yeah. And they would tell him all about stories of, like, things they've encountered with skinwalkers <sighs> and stuff. And then they were Spooky. like, hey, we have a buddy that writes all about them. So she has, like, all these books from, like, a Navajo author. Cool. And she's going to let me borrow them and read them. What? That's amazing. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to know what's in these books, man. These are going to be, like, sacred texts or some shit, man. That's cool. And then, oh, you know what? Let me see if I can put these pictures in here for you. Her mom collects these like these like skinwalker figures, like figurine Ooh. things. <gasps> and they're horrifying. <laughs> but okay, like, like handmade stuff? Yeah. Oh, they're I mean, they're really cool, you know. Yeah. But like it's weird to find out that like I know somebody that's like tied pretty closely to a lot of that stuff from that culture. Yeah. Like they just mean. like knew this. And so she lived out in California and their parents used to like, as they were driving like through the desert and stuff, they would like go, Oh, better watch out. There's like, I guess there was a, a thing where like, you know how like rocks would fall towards the highway from like the side. Cause there's all the mountains in California yeah. near the roads. Mm-hmm. Well, her parents used to be like, you better watch out. There's, you know, the boy that throws the rocks up there. And uh. so there was like a whole myth about when the rocks would fall, it was it was like a person that was actively trying to hurt you by like toppling these rocks into the road and stuff. Spooky. And so that was like a creepy myth that she grew up with. And I was like, oh, he's cool. So, oh, dude. Yeah. Let me let, let me send you these real quick. These things are fucking so cool. Um, I don't even know how to say this word. Natalushi. Okay. N-A-A-L-D-L-O-O-S-H-I-I. That is wow. the name of this one figure. Okay. Uh, let me post these in here for you real quick because they're kind of neat. So here's like some, some on our th- Instagram too. Oh, yeah. So these are like some of the figures that like her mom has oh. from their time, like interacting with that culture and stuff. Those are cool. They're fucking really neat, dude. So like I like those. Yeah, I've got somebody close to that, and I'm gonna learn like a bunch about that shit from like, from like the culture. You know, does she want to come on the show? This is amazing. I know it's gonna be neat. But 
so I was just like watching videos one day and I was like, yeah, like what's like the big monsters? Like, give me some stuff, like, like some starting points. Right. Yeah. And there is one that I've never heard of. That is the craziest monster I've ever heard of in my life, dude. Okay. Trigger warning, I guess. Uh Oh, this dude's hard. This thing's hardcore. What it does is wild. So that's the trigger part. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it just so you guys have an idea of like what I found out. And I was like, how is this not a more prevalent thing that we fucking know about? Okay. What you know about the Mananan gall. I've never heard of this. Never heard of a Mananan gall. No, me either, dude. Okay. This is a Philippine creature. Okay. This creature's from the Philippines. It's kind of like a vampire and a succubus in one. Ooh. All right. Okay. Let me just fucking share my screen, man. Yeah. This is the Mananan Show me a creature. Okay. So the Mananan gall is a lady who preys upon pregnant women at night. Holy shit. What they do is they detach the top of their bodies from their, from their lower half. Oh my God. Their, their fucking organs and intestines just hang out as they fly oh. around and then prey on people in their sleep. That's terrifying. It's so fucking metal, dude. <laughs> it's the <laughs> coolest monster I've ever fucking heard of. There are like two movies that have these things in them. Ooh. Because I was like, how is this not in more fucking movies? Yeah. Like, that shit is gross, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, this of course. This is creepy looking. We had some zombie tramp style. I liked it. It was cool. Of course. So what it does is uh, the tongue, right? Mm-hmm. They actually. Okay. It's bad, man. Okay. Again, trigger warning. Like pregnant ladies skip forward. It's about pregnant people and it's not nice, but it's a monster. Like you know it's not gonna be nice. You know? Yeah. But what this thing does is it comes upon people while they're asleep, typically pregnant women, and it sucks the heart out of the fetus inside the lady. Like this creature is on another level. This is intense. This thing is outrageous. I want to know everything I can about the man in the goal. <laughs> she is the self-segmenting wild. demon. This is nuts. I know. So you know how you beat the man in the goal? Don't be pregnant. So that's where it's a little like vampires. It's also a garlic thing. Oh. But what you're supposed to do is find where they've left their 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 bottom half of the torso, so like their legs, <laughs> and you pour like garlic salt or something on the legs and then it can never fuse back to the top half and it will eventually die out. This is like the opposite of that movie onward. Yeah. Is this thing not fucking wild? Yeah, that's that's pretty nuts right there. Okay, I opened with the hardcore one and I apologize. Cuz I'm going to tell you about another one. Okay. That's not really that intense, but I was so intrigued. All right. Oh, and then I texted you, was like, what do you know about the... Ogopogo or something? Opa- yeah. Dang it. I don't know. It's it's Canadian Loch Ness. And I was like, dude, that's up Kelsey's alley. <laughs> it is. I love Loch Ness. Opapogo. Yeah. Like, it's... Cute. It's, it's Canadian Loch Ness. 
Does he just like live in the Canada Lake up there? Okay, so in the video that I watched, it was like an honorable mention, so they didn't really go into it. They just like said the name and then moved on. And I was all like, okay. dude, Kelsey should know that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was one. Then Taylor busts out some knowledge on me. She's yeah. like, she's like, have you heard about these things? And I was like, no. And I go to look it up and I was like, this thing's fucking cool too. What is this? So she called it a mountain whale. Okay. Have you ever heard of a mountain whale? No. Whale, like the creatures in the sea? Okay. I'm sharing my screen. I got some photos of this thing. Okay. Now, the like official name is the Slide Rock Bolter. Okay. All right. Which I feel like is a dumb name because it should be the Rock Slide Bolter. <laughs> Just because that makes sense. Is this the boy that throws rocks down the hill? But the whole premise Ew. of this thing is it is a whale that lives on the side of a mountain. Okay. How? Just hang on, man. It get <laughs> it it goes places. Okay. Taylor's dropping this on me. Like, you've really never heard of this? I'm like, how have you? It's yeah. a it's a Colorado thing. Oh, weird. Like this I was is gonna ask if it was like Appalachia. No, this is straight up a Colorado myth. Okay. So it's called a mountain whale. That's what we're going to call it. It lives on the side of a mountain. It hooks its tail on the top of the peak and hangs on the side. It exclusively eats tourists. Okay. Which is kind of ridiculous. But it's How called, does it know? I, I don't know. <laughs> the ones in Hawaiian shirts. But let me see if I can blow that one up because that was one of the really good ones. Okay. So the premise is when it sees its prey, it releases its tail and then looks like a rock slide. Oh, my God. Right? Opens its mouth, devours the person, slides up the adjacent mountain next to it, hooks its tail again, and hangs on in wait for the next person. And it just slides down. It gobbles you up and hangs back on there. <laughs> Incredible. So there's a tale about a guy who was tired of this happening who lived in Colorado. So he dressed up a dummy filled with dynamite. Oh, my God. Right? Put it in the way blew up a mountain whale and then there were no more attacks for the rest of that summer oh my god like that's this myth and and that was from like the 60s or something so like this is a whole other thing like there's more wild shit like who knows the stuff that's out there to learn about man a bunch of bizarre things in this world these mountain whale like that blew my mind the mountain whale (laughs) It's kind of horrific, this thing. Yeah. The fact that it has just, like, open jaws and it's flying down the mountain at you, that's a terrifying image. Like, it's just picture Monstro no. gobbling you up on a, on, a, on a hike, man. I don't want that. You know. He's kind of scary, too. Like, he kind of freaks me out. Yes. So, actually, they slide because their mouths are watering so much to eat you that that's the lubricant that helps them slide down the mountain. Ow. <laughs> Creatures are interesting, dude. <laughs> like, like, these are things that people have either invented, actually fucking seen. The idea that you even just dreamed up something like somebody was like, what if a whale was on that mountain and could eat me? Yeah. And then it became, like, a thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. The folklore of it is very that dude's intriguing. Intense. So, yeah. I'm 
in my infant stages of learning about creatures, but that's two of them that I had to tell you about. Okay, thank you. Because Menon and Gull is my, like, new fucking favorite. Yeah, that's that's some crazy wild stuff. I can't with that one. They're, I, I mean, for real, I, I was like, where, where has this thing been? It was in a horror anthology movie from the 80s. Shake, rattle, and roll. And then it's pretty much just in, like, one other movie. Like, it's in a bunch of, like, books and, like, There's graphic novels. There's a TV series, Grimm. Oh, that was one of them. Yeah, the show Grimm. Do you remember Grimm? Of course I do. <laughs> it was in uh, one of those. It was, like, episode 14, season three. There's okay. apparently one. I would like to check out that episode. Yeah. Like, that's a show from here. Like, that's one of our shows. So I want to know what we kind of did with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Man and End Gulls the shit. Oh, look at that. The erotic novel, Devourer oh of goodness. Men. Of course. Melania Trump is a secret Man and End Gull. What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, I didn't read that when I was on this page before. Anyway. So, yeah. From the Philippines. They dreamed up some hardcore shit over there. Okay. Thank you for sharing your creature knowledge. You are welcome. I will have, have much creature more. Feature. I will do a I will do a creature TED talk on uh, Twitch one day when <laughs> okay. I when I have a presentation. Beautiful. Uh so yeah. Do you wanna take a break and scrub the idea of a whale flying down a mountain? Yeah, let's slide down this mountain real quick. Yeah. Let's take a quick one. Did you watch Defunct Land? <clears throat> yeah, because I was like, Man, Disney kids suck. <laughs> Uh, Taylor was watching a TikTok that was like, you were one of three kids. You were a Disney kid, a Nickelodeon kid, or a Cartoon Network kid. Yep. And then they were like describing what you're like now if you were one of those people. Hmm. And boy howdy, did that Nickelodeon kid one, they they nailed me. Really? Fucking big time. It was what like, like you're super fucking weird. Yep. Your like, childhood is very traumatic from the things you witnessed on this channel. <laughs> Check. Like. Ekyokyo. <laughs> Everything about it, I was like, oh, stop. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me. God. Because I'm, I'm definitely a nick, 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 Yeah. <laughs> Big time Nick kid. If you folks enjoyed that bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full bonus episode by going over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap and signing up there to be a patron. We love our patrons so much. They're our besties. They're our buddies. They wear our shirts. They listen to our pod. They tell us what they love and they tell us what they hate. And then we stop doing the things they hate. We do more of what they love. If you guys want to be the ultimate supporters beyond the Patreon, you can do it like I said. You can get you some merch on your pod. Get yourself some Yemtok gear over at the Yemtok Apparel store. The link to that store is always in the show notes. If you're ever lost, you're like, oh, I don't know where to find the Yemtok shirts. You just click on the show notes and it's right there for you. Thank you so much to all the supporters. Those of you who wear our shirts, those of you who wear our coffee mugs <laughs> you know i'm always wearing my coffee mug <laughs> thank you guys for just all the ways you support us we love you so 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 much let's get you back to that regularly scheduled emtope content i broke my 3d printer why would you do that i hated it <laughs> just kidding no, no that's like, true like you broke it or it broke it broke it okay <laughs> i was so upset okay so I've had this like um, water washable resin waiting in the wings for me to use. Okay. 
I didn't know this thing existed. So resin, when you print with it, like after the print comes off, you have to wash it and then like fully cure it, right? Okay. So when you wash it, you typically use isopropyl alcohol and that stuff is especially expensive like yeah. these days <laughs> in these trying times. So um, it's just been like a, a cost to keep up with buying IPA, which is what they call it in the biz. Yeah. I, um, but anyway, so water washable resin is resin that obviously you can wash off with water instead of isopropyl. And I have been wanting to switch to it, but I wanted to also finish up all of the regular resin that I had before I did that. Okay. So I printed a bunch of Cthulhu's over the weekend. Nice. <laughs> I gave them to a couple of friends and uh, now I'm using the water washable stuff, but in between there. So what you have to do between batches of resin, like if you're switching from one resin to another, ideally you like clean out your vat where the resin sits and then you have to like, just get a fucking clean. <laughs> And yeah. I did that to the best of my ability. Okay. I emptied out the vat and I filtered all the resin out and got it like, you know, solid back in its old bottle and shit. And then I wiped out the vat with isopropyl very carefully. And then I dried it off very carefully and I poured the new resin in and I was like, it's good to go. So printed something. And I, there's like this telltale sound when you're printing stuff that okay. whenever it's, whenever the, the build plate, which is the part that hangs upside down, whenever that's in the vat, it's printing right up on an LCD screen. Okay. And when it rises, the resin has to peel away from that screen. And you hear this like, like Velcro sound as it peels away. Okay. And the print had been going for like an hour. And I was like, why is it so quiet in here? And I realized I wasn't hearing the Velcro sound. I was like, shit, I don't think it's actually printing. So, I stopped the print and I went over and checked it out and nothing was on the build plate. It was all stuck to the bottom and I was like, what happened? And so I emptied out the vat and I looked at the bottom again and my, the bottom of my vat is made of this like see-through film. Okay. It's just like a solid plastic. It sits right on top of the LCD screen so that the resin can like cure. Okay. And the plastic on the bottom of the vat had been stretched, like Ooh. stretched out. Like it got too hot and got bubbly or something. And I was like, what the fuck happened? The best explanation I can come up with is that instead of when the build plate rose up to peel the thing off of the bottom, it didn't peel it. It just stretched that film out. Oh my God. And it just kept doing that every single layer of the print. So it was so stretched and warped and bad. And I was like, what happened? And I did not know this is, this is like my first 3d printing experience. So <laughs> I'm not familiar with the inner workings of the machine. I did not know that film is not part of the vat. It's like screwed on. It's a separate thing of film. Okay. And you have to replace it every so often because that shit happens. So I was ah, like, okay, real worried and freaked out. I was like, I'm going to have to buy a new machine and it's expensive and I don't want to buy one right now. And I was beside myself about it. But um, after some quick research, I just had to replace the film. And I was like, oh, it's good. You can buy a pack on Amazon for like 15 yeah. bucks. Okay, good. It's like, oh, thank goodness. And then even better, I realized, oh, they sent me a replacement film in the box with the printer. I'll just use this one. Oh. So, yay. Okay. Free fix. Um, 
So for all of you folks out there who are just starting your 3D print journey, sometimes you have to replace that film at the bottom of your that, and uh, it's not that scary. Exclusive it's hard to, to resin do. 3D printers. Yes, exclusive to resin 3D printers. Uh, I still have not set up the... I don't care, man. That thing doesn't yeah. exist to me anymore. <laughs> I'm afraid of it. I have not set up the other 3D printer. One day I will, because I want to. There's stuff that I do want to print in, what do you call it, PLA? I don't even remember. I don't fucking know. I think yeah. it's PLA. All I know The regular is plastic ones. I wish you much luck. No ill will towards you or the printer. Some toward the printer. <laughs> I hope it works for you phenomenally. You have the patience for it that I don't. One day I'll work with it. Jose, send me some some of your favorite things to print. I want to see if I can print them. He's just going to tell you to get an auto leveling one or something. Yeah. See, dude. Okay. So I was at office space. Michael's. One of the places that have like the maker space. Okay. Yeah. I would, man, I would just fucking go in there. They got big ass, badass ones that auto level and they clean them and they maintain them. If I really wanted something, I'll take a file up there, man. I think it's worth it. Yeah. To not have to deal with the headache of doing it myself. This um, resin, speaking of headaches, quite potent. I don't know if it's because there's a print I haven't cleaned out the build plate, but like I'm sitting in a room, in a closed room with it. And I'm like, this is stinky. You're just slowly losing <laughs> brain cells this whole time. Yeah, just slowly fading away into nothing over here. Well, thank God that it was fixable quickly because. Yes. Fuck, dude. I thought. I was upset. I thought you were going to tell me like, well, out of that hobby. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm printing something so cool right now, and I can't talk about it on the show because it's a gift for one of our listeners, but I'm excited about it. So you've talked about resin 3D printing for such a long time now. Mm-hmm. Dice hasn't faded away, though, right? No, definitely not. Um, during the winter, it's like almost impossible to do dice yeah. because they have to cure outside. And when the weather is cold and unpredictable, that is much harder to do. I still want to print my own masters. I'm trying to figure that out. I have figured out how to make dice shapes in Blender. And the next step is like putting the font on the dice. And I don't know how to do that yet, but yeah. I'm going to. Okay. Yes. So dice as soon as it gets away. warm, yeah. the dice are back. And also I kickstarted a dice thing that I expected to be provided to me in late August of last year. <laughs> and I put a lot of production on hold for that specific thing. Yeah. And then the Kickstarter has just been dragging its feet and I'm not going to drag that person's name through the mud, but I'm really pissed at them. <laughs> and we I'm pretty far along here. I'm six months past the deadline of when they were like, yeah, it'll be provided by late August at the latest. And it's not even here yet. It is late February. I'm never kickstarting anything else again. <laughs> I refuse. I feel like I've you had just got to like know that it's going to go smoothly. God, like it's I've had a, a shit experience place. with both the Kickstarters I've done. I'm not going to look at Kickstarter right now. I was just about to open the app, but I'm not going to do it. It's going to make me mad. I know because you're going to get an update that says update. We were we we're coming up with an update. God, that's literally every single update. Like we're going to do weekly updates from now on. We've had two in the last three months. Yeah. I'm tired of it. Well, do you want me to tell you about some stuff that I got going on right now? Yes, please. I guess I'll come out and say it, man. <laughs> okay, coming out. I mean, I got that Harry Potter game. Boo. Just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> so I sent you a TikTok that I discussed with you the other day. Did you 
think anything about that. I'll explain it to you guys here, but I saw a TikTok that basically was like, the Harry Potter game may have been the start of cancel culture kind of fizzling out. Waning. Yeah. The cancellation of cancel culture. Because Which, people are streaming it and, it and they're just like, okay, I know you're mad. I'm going to do it. And people are still watching and people are still buying. It's, it broke a bunch of records and all this stuff. Yeah. A bunch of records. And then Taylor was watching one where they said, like, can you imagine it, if this game won Game of the Year, the, like, oh my God. foundations of the world that would be shaken, right? Yeah, it won't. <laughs> I don't think it can. I fully think Jeff Keighley would, like, completely sidestep that entire bit of drama. Yeah. Jeff Keighley's smart. But from playing it, the little bit I have, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's game of the year so far. Really? It's a good game. I mean, I knew it was going to be a good game when that leak happened like five years ago or whenever the fuck yes. that happened. I was Forever like, oh, that looks pretty good. And guess what? It's good. That's the thing. It's not revolutionary. It didn't change my perception of games. I'm not like, holy shit, I've never seen a game like this. Yeah. I've seen games exactly like this. The problem is most games don't do it this well anymore. Hmm. The game's got polish, man. It works. It's not that repetitive, which I find kind of mind-blowing for how much content is in it. Granted, I really haven't played, like, a lot. How many hours in are you? I'm going to say maybe 10. Oh, that's not very much at all yet. From, like... I mean, yeah, I played like an hour or two a couple days, and then I think like one day I played it for like six hours. Okay. Like, I was like, I'm going to play this all day, and then I played it like half the day. Hmm. Like, basically, I wanted to get a broom, and then I felt accomplished, and I got my broom, and I'm like, cool, maybe I'm going to do something else right now. <laughs> okay. I mean, no, I'm still going to play it. Like, I don't know. It's It's going to have the problem that all open world games have with me. Too much it, stuff. It's just a lot of side quests. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not enthralled by the story at all. I don't give uh. a shit about what's happening. In fact, I okay. don't even really know what's happening. What? What are you doing this game? <laughs> all I know is, I gotta find Merlin quests because that's how I can get more space to hold my fucking, uh, cosmetics that I get. Which, by the way, cosmetics. So cosmetics now. Out the door phenomenal it's a full transmog system from the get-go man no transmog jk's gonna hate that dude (laughs) okay so serona the trans character that was put in the game Uh uh-huh boy did not hold back on that really okay i mean it is very clear like when that person showed up i was like oh yeah okay like all right like we're making a point about this one hmm yeah, dude, the transmog thing, you just pick the one that you want with the best stats, make it look like whatever you want, and that's the best thing. Any any item of clothing you've ever had in your inventory at all, mm-hmm. you can make it look like that for the rest of time. Like It like See, logs it shit. in the system. You can always choose it. You, you can sell it, still make your thing look like it. That's very nice. That's what Diablo does. I love it. That's phenomenal. It's the best. So... That's good. Is it game of the year to me 
right now just because it's so good a game? No. It's just one of the most polished games I've played in a long time. Which mm. is all I thought the game was going to be from the get-go. It's fun, man. Like, that's, well, the, good. that's the extent of it. It's a fun game. I'm glad that you're enjoying it because if you bought it and then hated it, yeah. you would have been sad. <laughs> I mean, I'm still not even like close to what you can do in this game. Yeah. But I am like, man, I'm really glad that like when you talk to a person, they don't just stand there all still and just like nod <laughs> or just, like small idle animations. They're like fully animated for every conversation. Every single Good. person you talk to. I'm That's a little nice. impressed by that. You know? Yeah. It's it's good. But Metroid Prime just came out. Oh, yes. Which I've been waiting two fucking weeks to play because it came out on the 8th, but oh it came God. out physically on the 22nd. So I just nice. now have it to play. Okay. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so fucking gorgeous. <laughs> but then, and this is the shocker I've been waiting to tell you about the whole time. Okay. News bomb, guys. It's not even the fact that I bought Harry Potter. It's it's this. This is the big story right here. Okay. You ready? No. I already told Ferdin, too. Okay. I was like, dude, I'm kind of thinking about busting Elden Ring out again. Again? What? <laughs> what? And he was like, yes! <laughs> Let's do it! <laughs> and he was all excited. What got into your brain that was like, let's play that game I hated again. I saw some stuff about going like full guts build in it. And I was like, <laughs> that could be fun, maybe. Okay. So I'm like, all right, let's try playing it purely in this fashion. All right. So I literally started it up, got to where the map opens up and was done like i have played 30 minutes of this game again so far okay nothing so you're not deep in the sauce no nothing fancy i was just like i just want to get started but i found like a uh, youtube where they like they give you every single character preset to build like a one-to-one -one replica of guts in the game and stuff oh man i love it when you can find a video that's like just show me how to play the character <laughs> Like, just tell me what stats to use, and I'll use them. Oh, no. This was, like, the character creation. They're, like, cheekbones, put it on 72, oh my God. the nose bridge, 83. Like, wow. somebody f used an AI to come up with a one-to-one -one scale of what huh. Guts looks like and got it to work, and then they just posted all those numbers for the character creation sheet in there. That is nuts. And, you know, the base template that I started with, I was like, this dude looks very much not like that let's see if these numbers change his face <laughs> god damn he looks exactly like him there you go by the end and it like it took me like 30 minutes to do it good lord it was a lot of numbers to put in but it worked so i was like as long as it works all right but now i have to play at least 30 more minutes to get his sword for the first time which i probably won't yeah. be able to hold because i don't have enough strength mm. the armor for him is like several fucking hours into the game <laughs> like it's gonna be a while before i can say okay this is the the full build let's keep going okay but i started it i don't know like elden ring's a year old that's so weird to Did me that it came out that? a whole year ago 
Yeah, somebody was celebrating like Elden Ring's one year on Twitch the other day, and I was like, <sighs> is that really a year old? It's February. a year old in two days. Yeah, February 25th. So you guys are hearing this two days after the one-year anniversary. That's kind of amazing. So I guess it's the right time to play it again. It's been a year. Yeah. I think I beat it all back in, like, July, but still. So now I'm I'm going to have to go back and call myself a traitor for my Instagram post where I was, like, closing this case, never opening up Forever. again. Because yeah. Kelsey? <laughs> got the case, guys. If you guys have been around me long enough you know that the game i'm currently playing sits up front with the consoles like i know what i'm uh -huh. playing yeah it's it's not in there it's i empty. i broke the sanctity of the never opening this game again rule <sighs> so i'm playing elden ring again unbelievable here's what's gonna happen i'm gonna get like probably halfway through and go this sucks and stop and then never <laughs> complete it <laughs> like i've already I've already platinumed the game. Yeah, what what more is there to do in this world? That's the whole point of Souls games. It's like, okay, I beat yeah. it. Can I beat it without wearing With a armor pad. ever? Yeah, like, yeah. what weird challenge can I give myself in playing the game? So now my challenge yes. is, can I play with only that one sword with the one stat type? Can I do a complete... Because, like... That's a strength build, and I was doing a dexterity build and doing bl okay. doing blood loss stuff. Doing rolls and shit. It's going to be a completely different play style than what I was doing. So I'm probably not going to know how to play it this way. Yeah. I'm going to have to fucking yeah, relearn experience. it. We'll see how it goes. Very nice. But yeah, I'm playing Elden Ring again, <laughs> and I'm ashamed. But I was curious. I want to do it. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, so I'm doing it. I'm playing... Still some Star Wars. I'm oh the swatter, deep in the swatter again, like perhaps too deep. I've put probably forty hours on it this week. Like I need to slow my roll. Put a full time job in there, man. Yeah, that's a lot. It's it's a lot. Um, I started the quest line for the Imperial agent, and when we had quit this game before, I was on a character that I fucking hated, and when we joined back up. I wanted to start that character again so we could okay. finish her storyline and like be done. And when I went back, I was like, I remember why we quit because it's this character. The play style is not rewarding. The story is nothing. It is okay. nothing. There's nothing there. I just did not like the story at all. Um, I didn't even remember what the character's name is, like what the <laughs> class type is. It's the Republic Trooper. I think that's what it is. It's Trooper. So it's bland character a yeah just like for the republic generic person who's not even a jedi just a grunt with a gun who likes to kill the empire yeah. like boring shit <laughs> that's the entire storyline is like you can kill the empire with a smile on your face you can kill the empire with a frown on your face you can kill the empire with a blank face that's your choices okay it's boring as shit and i hated it <sighs> and anyway so, so you started a wookie run Oh my god. Wookiees. I wish Wookiees were playable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, so I started um, Imperial Agent. We finished that character, put it away. I was like, I'll never put this character on ever again, leaving her forever. Um, but my Imperial Agent is a good time. It's a sniper character, which I love playing snipers in this game because you can okay. just like hang back and like 
not be in the action but still do a shitload of damage and it's very fun okay. very rewarding and the storyline is something that is so freaking cool and it kind of fits in with what we're doing for zeitgeist in this quarter because it's a little bit mind bendy like okay. you're working for the empire and you end up finding out that uh, they have you brainwashed. So they, there's like a code word that they programmed you with. And whenever they say this code word, they can say a sentence and you have to do that thing. So be like, okay, code word onomatophobia, go kill your wife. And you have to go kill your wife. It's all intense. And then you end up working, you become a double agent and you go undercover in the Republic. This is so then, your speed, man. <laughs> it's so my speed. And then they know your code word and you're there. You're like, how do you know the code word? Oh my if God. You're in Republic and they're the empire who's evil and who's good. And then you become a triple agent. It's just, it's fucking crazy and good and very fun. Okay. See that, so, that does sound good. It's awesome. I love the storyline. It is my second favorite one that I've played so far. And I'm just really enjoying this game. Like, I was craving an MMO so bad yeah. <laughs> after after having quit Star Wars and like I quit for a reason, but I came back for a reason, you know, so I'm just oh, yeah. happy that I'm still in it. Yeah. All right. This last one might be the biggest part of the show. Oh, no. Maybe not in length, but it's but it's a big one. OK. I'm watching a show. Are you watching any shows? I am watching a show. I need to hear about yours first. OK. <laughs> I'm watching, uh, this ties in with, with what I was just talking about. I'm watching a new Star Wars show. Not a new Star Wars show. I guess it is new because it's coming out right now. It's Bad Batch Season 2. Oh, so you're, so you're not going to wait for the end now? No, there's already like nine episodes out. So okay. I was like, may as well. And we finished Andor, which was a lot. Okay. <laughs> and it was very good and very sad. And I cried a lot. I love Andor. God, Andor is good, dude. I, I know I'm not going to sell you on it, but it's just fucking good. <laughs> Can I just tell you this one scene? Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so spoilers for Andor if you haven't watched it. Um, the main character's mom dies while he's, like, away fighting for freedom and shit. Okay. Not even fighting for freedom. He, he gets arrested on, like, a heist, so he goes to jail and then comes back. And he, when he comes back, she's dead. And they do this whole thing where, like, they show you... I love it when Star Wars does this. They show you just like a glimpse into a different culture. And whenever the people of this city die, they take their ashes and they compact them into a brick and then they just build them into the wall of the city. Huh. That's cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So this lady was like a freedom fighter and her little droid, she filmed like, okay, so you know how droids, you can film yourself and like yeah. talk. Yeah, like Princess Leia did on R2. Um, she filmed a little kind of funerary message. And the town, like, gathers in the town square. And her droid is there and, like, starts broadcasting this message. And the Empire is also there because they're like, we don't like the Freedom Fighters. You're only going to have 40 people at this funeral. Okay. And they don't obey that. There's, like, the entire town comes to the funeral. And they play this message. And she's like, and never forget the Empire fucking sucks. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> the empire's like this this is terrible like, and they go to like yeah they go to throw a coat over the uh the uh hologram so that she can't you know talk at her own funeral anymore yeah and the guy who's holding her funerary brick takes that fucking brick and like cracks this dude over the head with it That's and the awesome. whole empire like the whole rebellion starts and it's amazing it was so good it was okay chilling yeah good show and the Bad Batch is just nice, fun TV. I'm having a good time with it. Yeah, I, I watched the first two the day they dropped. 
and it was all yeah. like nothing happened i'll wait yeah episode four is really fun because they go to like a pod race thing and Ooh, it's just okay. like a good time i like that good little pod race episode and then episode five made me cry because the wookies come in and i love wookies so much <laughs> he's so cute <laughs> but that's all i don't have as good a thing okay but it's a big one what is it so last episode we talked about love is blind oh my god oh my god <laughs> yes so we're watching Perfect Match. What's the matter with you? <laughs> you were so out of the game on Love is Blind. You're like, this show is, is not about love. The worst show <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. It is that pure, what I always remember reality TV to be. Just Shitty terrible people, people doing terrible things. Yep. That's the whole That's fucking show. TV. I fucking cannot stay on that show. Like, How can you even I can't watch it with Bartice and Shane in the same room? Like, Dude. Uh. Okay. So he hadn't been. Okay. So that's the premise. Not everybody that we brought up in that list is on the show. Oh. The point is, there's only like five and five people on it at a time. Five girls and five guys. Okay. But what happens is they like will bring on two, two additional members of the other sex so like really it's like seven and five yeah okay so then the whole premise of the show be okay so like all i know is that it alternates guys pick then girls pick and i'll tell you how it all works in a second but like okay it alternates that because i didn't see the first one still taylor was getting her hair retouched season or episode two was on and i was like does this suck as much as i thought and they were like (laughs) yeah and then i was like all right, I'll watch it. So I was watching it, and Shane is my favorite fucking person on the show. How? Because he's the only person that cares about love on the show. Oh, my God. He's still such a big fucking baby, dude. <laughs> like, if anything doesn't go his way, he goes and pouts and is like, I'm going to leave the show. It's so embarrassing. Ugh. I can't hit a baseball. Oh, I'm worse. Like, that, okay, that, that energy right there comes through in the show like 50 times oh my god like per terrible episode <sighs> okay so, i can't believe you're watching this show <laughs> do you okay so actually this kind of blew my mind do you remember after the altar for season one where yes. they go to the big penthouse party yeah and giannina and damien i remember damien is on the show Ah, right. Do you remember the girl that he brought with him that everybody was like, who's this girl? And Giannina was like, why are you hanging around my guy all the time? And she was like the homewrecker girl. Yeah. She's a main person on this show. Like the host? No. Oh. No, she's just like one of the key players that's been on it since episode one. And what I, the hell? I didn't even recognize her because she was in like that one thing of Love is Blind. I don't yeah. know who that is. Is that her claim to fame? Is that like all she's done and now she's on this show? No, I think she was on another one of the shows. All these trashy people meeting each other on these trashy shows. Because <laughs> everybody's like, yep, this is my third Netflix show. Like, Jesus. I've been on Imagine Too Hot to Handle, making, The Circle. To make a career out of being hot and stupid must be a good time. I know. So 
like it like hit me like a ton of bricks because during one of the shows they show Damien and she's like, oh yeah, I have history with him. And I was like, fucking how? And they cut back to the season one thing and I was like, oh, that is her. That is that girl. <laughs> oh my God. That random girl. Oh Weird. yeah. Yeah. So she's like a huge part of the show. Okay. But anyway, the premise is like, okay, if it's, so like tonight's the night that the guys are going to choose the people. So the point of perfect match is by the end of the show, you hope you found your perfect match. Okay. But you change your match like every day. How does this work? <laughs> it's, it's so stupid and convoluted. I can't believe I'm going to talk about this with you. Okay. So like if it's the guy's night to choose people, what mm-hmm. they do is there's like the most compatible couple because they do like a challenge and that's the most compatible couple, right? What kind of challenges are they doing? I swear to God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was, okay, what we're going to do is everybody's going to kiss everybody. Oh, no. But oh you're going to do it with blindfolds and <sighs> earphones so you don't know who it fuck? is. And then you're going to rank everybody and the top ranking couple is the perfect match couple. I That's the fucking show. This, That's the fucking this show. Does not feel post-COVID. <laughs> so, that was a fucking drama fest, man, that I don't care about. But Shane got a 10 out of 10 on his kiss, bro. <laughs> okay. How his teeth are so big and scary. So, they didn't show him kissing any like they showed like they everybody kissing everybody. And then the last person they did was him kissing one person. Okay. And I was like, dude, I wanted to see that Gary Busey face getting his work on, man. Like, because <laughs> you know that it was going to look weird, and it did. But he got a 10. It was phenomenal. <laughs> so, my rule is once Shane's not on the show, I'm out. Like, okay. I'm, I'm fucking off the show. I'm not going to finish it. Fuck. But I'm so, shocked. When you do the challenge, you get the couple that's the most compatible for the day, right? Uh-huh. And then they go into a room and they go, okay, how are we going to like work this to our advantage right now? Or how are we going to help people find their perfect match? Cause I don't know if there's a winner. I don't know what's supposed to happen. Like, I don't know okay. the end game of this show, but so they go to a big board and then they go, okay, so here's this couple that matched up. So here's like Shane and this French girl, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? They look pretty good together. Let's like leave them as a couple together. So they put them back and then they go, okay. Uh, okay. Well, here's this couple. You know what? They don't seem like they're getting along. So let's take the girl. And so since it's the, the guys, no. So if it's the guy's day to choose, they'll have three new girls that they can bring on the show. Okay. And they're going to choose two of them. And that's how it turns from five to seven. Okay. You always bring in like two wild cards out of fucking nowhere. That's a strange method. And then people that 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 like are already matched with somebody can wind up going home and being off the show because you can only match five to five people, but there's seven oh of the opposite sex. So so every time two people are going home? Yeah. But two wow. people have replaced them because you've brought on two new people. Okay. I'm telling you, it doesn't, it doesn't work, man. <laughs> so like they'll choose this guy and go, you know what? I think he looks good... She's not on the show, but let's just say they went, okay, Giannina, she looks like these two would get along. Let's make a match. So they will okay. send 
this guy that's already in a couple on a date with Giannina. Right? So who's making this, these decisions at the board? The most compatible couple from the challenge. Okay, the people who win. And are they trying to get match up people who look good together? Or do they want to match up people who don't look good together so they have a it's, chance of going home? See, that's the thing. That's what I'm not getting. Because sometimes <laughs> they're like, they're like they're a cute couple. Like, I don't want to mess with them. Like, Why wouldn't you like, want to mess with them? Good. It's a competition. But see, I don't know how you win. <laughs> because every show I've watched, there's still the same number of contestants. It's just, it's just different couples. You know what I mean? What a weird show. So anyway, they'll they'll make two people go on a date with a new girl that they've introduced. So now there's seven girls, but five guys. Okay. So now these five guys, everybody just has conversations. And those five guys will eventually go up to a girl and be like, would you like to be my match? And then they go to the room for the night. And then that's the end. And then when there's two girls left, they go home. This is a weird, weird premise for a show. I don't I know. know. Do you think Netflix comes up with this shit or does Nick Lackey have a dream and is just like, hold on, I have to call Netflix? Oh, no. Nick Lachey totally knows what he's doing, man. That's his name. Not Lackey. Yeah. I mean. It looks like he, Lackey. He, he feels like one with this show. <laughs> so then on the next show, they'll all do the challenge again, right? With their okay. new couple or with their new partner. And then whoever wins is most compatible. And now since they brought on two new girls... They'll bring on two new guys and then the five girls have the power to choose from the guys and then two guys go home. And it's just a constant revolving door of people. Just a tornado of hot singles in your area. So the one that I watched, the first one that I watched, there's this there's this girl on there named Savannah, this Asian girl. Right. Okay. And she apparently doesn't like anybody on the show. So she doesn't want to be touched or around anybody. Why was she cast on the show? So she picks a guy and they just, as friends, decide they're going to like pair up to win the show together. Okay. And that guy was really good. He was a very good guy. But in the kissing challenge thing, he got like a nine or ten on every kiss that he was a part of. And he immediately throws that girl under the bus, chooses a new girl. And then the next show chooses a new girl. Okay. Then there's another dude. Who like told this girl like we're gonna go all the way we're like we're like the best couple and immediately threw her to the side and sent her home and didn't choose her this is the worst like these people watch the show these people are (laughs) evil they're diabolical to one another so bad and you know who's the only loyal person on the show is it shane shane (laughs) he learned his lesson (laughs) he's such a beautiful man dude such a beautiful soul i mean it's a tender-hearted he's a beautiful soul because taylor was like please stop wearing these crop tops shane it doesn't work (laughs) then he walked up behind a dude in his short shorts and like put his dick in the guy's ear what the fuck and like 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 through the pants like he didn't like whip it out Okay, but like good. he just like comes up and kind of like presses it on this guy's face and he's like whoa dude your dick's in my ear and he's like oh, that was the point <laughs> <laughs> what is the show where do i find these people I don't know, dude. so then i got f- super fucking heated <laughs> because thinking about shade stick in your ear <laughs> <laughs> no they did a challenge where they had to they did like some weird game where it's like okay we're gonna ask a question and then everybody has to like put in a bid and whoever's the highest 
if they can't complete their thing, they they lose. And then if you're the bottom and you don't complete it, you'll lose. It's some stupid thing. Mm. So they're like, okay, how many push-ups can your guy do with you on their back? Oh, man. And, like, the first girl turns her around and she's, like, 30. And everyone's like, god damn, I was thinking, like, eight. <laughs> and so, like... Then they're like, oh, maybe I'll raise my bid. So she goes up to like 30, like like 33, and then somebody does like 27. And so then they go to do the push-ups with the girls on their backs. And I'm like, those aren't push-ups. What are they doing? A push-up, you bend your arms 90 degrees. You have to go like all the way down here, yeah. right? They're like an alligator. Yeah. They're, they were going like this, like from the side. They were going like... Just little bow arms. <laughs> yeah, just like very tiny ones. And I was like... Well, I'm waiting for one. You get in trouble for those in gym class. Dude, oh, dude, Coach D would have whipped my fucking ass if I was doing push-ups like that, man. For real. So I was like, this is stupid. They're not even doing push-ups. What a lame fucking show. So so that pissed me (laughs) off. And then, then, so that girl, her name's Francesca. Francesca. Okay. She had been with this one guy the length of the show. Okay. So we were on episode five last night, I think. Mm-hmm. They've been together since episode one. They're the only Damn. couple that never changed. Okay. Okay. She's the girl that was with Damien at the after the altar for season one. Okay. They win most compatible couple. And then they go into the boardroom and they're changing stuff. And whoever's in the boardroom, if you're on the sex that is going to have like the choosing power for the night you can choose Uh to go on a date oh so it was going to be the women's turn to choose people that night and she goes i'm going to go on a date with damien oh my god and doesn't pick him that night at the end of the thing (laughs) and that dude cries this like full-on tears big grown this big dude. Okay, the guy that I said, like, I don't care for him. And you were like, it says he's a musician with a heart of gold or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, it uh-huh. was him. That guy, Dom. Yeah, he's, like, full-blown breaking down, like, sobbing oh in his, like, testimonial thing. And I was like, this is... See, love is blind is the opposite of that feeling. <laughs> Why do I want to see that? That's this guy literally going through the worst thing he's ever had to go through. Yeah, that's Because for some reason, he thought that girl was actually good. I hated her My from God. the beginning, man. I don't like her. I don't know how you're watching this show. <laughs> it's so bad, man. I told you, I'm watching it for Shane. Because yeah. so far, he he's bringing the love is blind mentality to this show. <laughs> he's like looking for his true match. He is. He actually got mad because they were playing beer pong. Oh and they had to do dares, like, if they missed and stuff. And the girl he was matched with was dared to kiss a guy. And she does. And he, like, threatened to leave the show and stuff. Because he was all like, dude, out of respect for me, like, you shouldn't have done it. Like, I thought we were a thing. Like, I really like you. And he's like, I didn't, like, come on the show to fucking play around. I That's his problem, I think. Because everyone else came on the show to fucking play around. Uh, oh, dude. The way they're tossing these people that they're promising their lives to aside, it's awful. Scandalous. There's one dude on the kissing challenge. He straight <laughs> up said, oh, yeah, uh, this girl's a one. She chipped my tooth. Ow. <laughs> it didn't happen. 
He just rigged the scores to make them lower in the rankings so he could win compatible couple challenge. That is what I'm wondering about the show. Like, how do you not just sabotage everyone around you? That's the idea. The only people that aren't are Shane and there's this one girl that got brought on later. Her name is Georgia and she's okay. Australian as fuck. Georgia. And she's fucking the best. <laughs> I okay, you want Georgia love and Georgia. Shane forever. I want Georgia and Shane. But Georgia got with the guy that was crying, and now I hope okay. that they're together forever because they both seem nice. <laughs> I like her because she didn't trust that guy that did the whole chip tooth thing. He mm-hmm. kept like really trying to sweet talk her, and he feels like he's never been called out for his bullshit before. Uh, and then this girl's like, I see through all this, and he doesn't know what to do, and she winds up making him go home. Good. It's fucking the best. I was like, yeah. Georgia's the shit. Get him. And they were in the challenge. They had to eat habanero peppers. Why is that a challenge in this love competition? They had to wager how many peppers they could eat. And that guy, he bowed out. And she was like, I'm doing it for love. And she was on like the 15th one, like crying and stuff. Oh my God. She's a trooper, man. (laughs) Instantly, she was the best one. All right. So I like her. I hope Shane finds somebody that treats him nice because the girl that he got paired with, she straight up said, I don't like you. Yeah, that sucks. And I was like, that's rude. Then, you'll go, love this one. That's the last thing I'll say about it. The good guy, the guy that I thought was the good guy that was uh, the best at all the kisses, right? Uh Uh-huh. I think that went to his head because on that next show, he got with a girl that was like, you're like the best person I've ever met in my life. Then on the next one, traded her out for a different girl. They matched up that night. And then four hours later when they woke up, because they all matched at like 4 a.m. or some shit. Okay. They w- they like wake up at 8 and he goes, yeah, I'm not feeling it with you. And she's like, we just <laughs> fucking matched. Like, you don't even know oh, me yet. My God. Because a new girl walked in that he thought was prettier. So he's already thinking about swapping her out. What a dick. Yeah, and he got sent home. So I'm glad he's out of there too. Good. This show is strictly junk food for the mind. Okay. <laughs> but now I want Dom and Shane to be happy forever. I mean, maybe Shane has turned over a new leaf. I like part of me wants to watch this, but I can't. I can't. Oh, dude, there there are parts of it that I know you're going to be like like your eyes will roll to the dawn of time. Like, I can't. I can't with that. One girl straight up goes in her testimonial right before they cut to the end of the show. She's like, my goal is to break them up just because I don't like okay. her. What the fuck? It's just bad people being bad. Yes. That's what the show is. Awful show. Don't recommend. Watch it. <laughs> That's all, all right. I can say. So with that, Are you ready to? Uh, I don't even. I don't even know how to finish this. You, do Do you know what I'm ready to do? What are you ready to do? Taylor fucking watched all the rest of them while we've been recording. So I guess I oh gotta God. watch them now alone. <laughs> so I'm ready to go do that. Let's do it. If you love this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get the good yim top into brand new ears. We release weekly every single Monday. That's the Yimtope guarantee. You can count on it. Start your week with a cup full of Yimtope. <laughs> if you want to talk to us, 
why don't you jump on over to Twitter that I'm still surprised is around. And let us know what you think about creepy ghoulish monsters. If you don't have a new one, tell me about an interaction with one you've had. I want to know some creepy shit, man. (laughs) Just like, tell me some stuff. Uh, Have you been to Wolf Burger? What do you think of a wet burger? You like a good wet burger? (laughs) Um... What game are you playing right now? Because we're both kind of dipping a little bit back into games we already know. We're kind of leaving the new stuff. Like, I got a brand new game, and I'm like, I'm playing Elden Ring and Metroid, which are two games I have played. I'm about to hit up that Mystery Fest, though, from Steam. If you guys watch Friday Roundup, you know that the Mystery Fest from Steam is my jam. Yeah. I'm about to buy so many games from that. Yeah, so go check that out before it ends, because I think if you're listening to this on Monday, you've got today. You better go catch the last of it right now immediately yeah and then let us know what you're watching are you fucking watching perfect match do you enjoy it like deep down in your soul are you fulfilled watching this show (laughs) (laughs) but i even told taylor because we were trying to eat some food and she was like what do you want to watch and i was like honestly i want to go play a game so i don't want to watch anything that i can get invested in yeah so i was like Maybe I understand the point of reality TV. I can come and go through it as I please. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Because I was like, yeah, throw on Perfect Match again. Like, I don't know. You guys were watching that. Then I can go play Metroid. And then we watched like three of them. (laughs) Oh, my God. But let me know if you love reality TV. What is your favorite reality TV show? Better be Love is Blind. But if you don't want to hop over to Twitter with those opinions, you can jump on over to discord if you join our patreon for the low low price of two dollars you can get in the secret discord and you can tell us all that stuff right then because i guarantee we will see it probably respond to it a hell of a lot faster in the discord because we are popping off in there day in and day out which if you watch friday roundup since we just brought it up we had that john wick steelbook a whole video going over it put in there today so we were geeking out about it before friday roundup even happened it's a good time on the Discord. Come join us. It's a good time. And again, for all you patrons, we literally, we just, I don't even know what to say. Love You're you guys. Match. We love you guys. You are, you are my match. Will you, will you be my match tonight, patrons? <laughs> okay. Our theme song is The Cure Me For Blows The Horn by Farage. Please check him out on the YouTube. And as always, Thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. What's your favorite creature? But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Okay. Ow. Okay, I'm editing the show right now and Tenzin is just... He's just under the table. He's under the desk, just biting, biting my feet. Ow! Stop, dude. We love you. I thought we were friends. I thought we were cool, buddy. (laughs) Get off. Ow! Ow! You're so mean.